Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in again, and today I am talking to you about my new favorite free streaming TV channel, Pluto TV. So I've got Pluto TV on my Vizio Smart TV, on my Amazon Kindle, and I believe it's available on Apple products, and it is completely free television. And it's been described as one of the best free streaming services out there, and it has more than 250 live channels, as well as on-demand movies and TV shows. Now, I'm reading online that some of the, quote, downsides of it is you miss premium entertainment and news, sports, and channels, and other things like that. But if you're a Gen Xer, Pluto is pretty much exactly how TV was back then. I love that it's free, and I have only begun to explore the classic TV channels, which I will get to in a moment. Here's a little bit of history on Pluto TV. Okay, so Pluto is an ad-supported streaming service, and it's owned and operated by the Paramount Streaming Company, or Division of Paramount Global. Its headquarters are in Los Angeles, California, and it was founded by Nick Grauf August 1st, 2013 and it is also uh listed as an owner is not just paramount global but viacom so according to smartmove.us pluto tv gets just over three stars because it doesn't quote provide a direct replacement for cable service due to its lack of traditional channels and entertainment options but again i think it is traditional (laughs) entertainment options and channels so you know you're not going to get like everything everything but if you're a gen xer you're going to get some great classic tv So there's The Addams Family, there's Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, there's The Love Boat, there's, did I say The Addams Family? Yeah, I think I said that on there. There's just all of these different TV shows that I grew up with. There's now Family Ties. I believe I've seen like different strokes or something on there. So, you know, for us Gen Xers that are looking for the TV that we loved growing up, If you go to the classic TV station on Pluto TV and you can, like I said, sit there and watch it on your tablet while you're laying in bed, you've got everything that we used to watch. It's got Three's Company, which that makes me so happy because that was absolutely one of my favorite shows. And then I was driving home the other day. Well, I wasn't driving because I don't know where I'm going, where I live. I'm always going in the wrong direction because it's just trees and road and everything looks the same in the mountains. So driving home the other day, I was in the passenger seat and I heard Drew Barrymore actually give like a commercial for Pluto TV. And I was like, yeah, that makes total sense because, you know, she's just about my age too. And of course, I would think that, you know, anyone my age, famous or not, would be just like in love with the classic channels. 
what I would love to see on Pluto TV would be a whole channel dedicated to 70s and 80s cartoons, like the Saturday morning lineup and all the Hanna-Barbera ones. And there used to be these like 70s, like super hero ones. And oh my gosh, what was like Richie Rich, I remember. And Scooby-Doo, but I believe that was from the 60s. That was one of my favorites. But my absolute favorite cartoon was Mighty Mouse. And I would love to see that back on screen. And, you know, there's just so much out there. And I think that the interest with the 80s, thanks to Stranger Things, has come about. I think that there's a whole generation out there that hasn't been exposed to our Saturday morning cartoons. And I would love to see, you know, just reactions to it, I think. Not just from like younger generations, but from us too. Because it would be like our kids, nieces and nephews that would be watching these things. And it would be really fun to sit down with them, at least with my nieces, and say, yeah, this is what we used to watch as kids and see how they react to it. Because seriously, my 12-year-old niece said to me the other day, their sarcasm is so on point, my God. She said, your childhood was 40 years ago. I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, damn, burn. It was hilarious. But, you know, it just goes to show you, like I said, these younger kids, they have sharp tongues like us and they're not afraid to use it on adults. We were a little bit. They're not. But I would love to get them introduced, like, to, you know, just our cartoons because you can you know take the aesthetic you can do the the teased hair with the aquanet and you can buy your vintage acid wash jeans and you know 80s t-shirts and put an outfit together but get immersed into it and talk to us ask the gen xers about stuff like we are very willing to talk about all the crazy shit we did when we were kids i'm doing it right now and i would love questions I actually have a couple of podcasts coming up next week because a TikToker asked me to look into two specific clubs and TV shows. Well, one specific club and one specific TV show, but that's, you know, some new content, which is fantastic. And I've just pulled up Pluto TV on my Kindle, so I'm waiting for it to load. And it says Pluto TV, drop in, it's free. So... In the classic TV, we've got MacGyver. You hear it? <laughs> I should lower the volume. So, in the 80s, man. Oh, I made that louder. In the 80s, we all loved MacGyver because he could just make anything out of anything. And this is actually on the TV Land channel. So, I didn't know that there was a TV Land channel. So, I'm going to go to the classic TV station. So, yeah, Odd Couple. Family Affair, 227, Family Ties, Happy Days, Three's Company, The Love Boat, Andy Griffin's Show, Adam's Family, The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh my goodness, The Johnny Carson Show. I've never seen this and I've always wanted to. The Carol Burnett Show, which is something I loved as a kid. The Best of Ed Sullivan Show. And I was introduced to who Ed Sullivan was when I was a kid because my mother said when the Beatles were on, everyone went crazy. And then when I was in my high school performance of Bye Bye Birdie, there's the song, Ed Sullivan, Ed Sullivan, we're gonna be on Ed Sullivan. So yeah, there's that. 
And then there's The Fugitive, Matlock, Mission Impossible, Perry Mason. My God, you guys. There is like everything that we used to watch. And then there's all daytime TV. So, ah, my girl, Drew Barrymore, she's there. Rachel Ray, Dr. Phil, Jerry Springer. So you can catch up on all of these things. Plus the Young and the Restless, Hot Bench, and Judge Judy. And then um, comedy, there's Freaks and Geeks, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which, oh, Spin City. That's really cool. So there's so many. Moesha's on here. And Tosh.0, Mystery Science Theater, you guys. Mystery Science Theater 3000. I did not know that this was on here because I only always go to the classic TV station. So now that I know this, if you don't know, this is a whole episode in and of itself. Now I'm looking for kids in the hall, but I'm not finding it. But I have to say that there's also, this is incredible, there's also game shows, reality, crime, news and opinion, entertainment, seasons, greetings, movies. What? Who's saying that there's not a lot on here? There's a home station. There's a food network station. Oh, my God. Test Kitchen, Iron Chef, Hell's Kitchen. This is wild. Mexico, one plate at a time. There's lifestyle and culture, sports, gaming and anime, music, and Espanol, kids, and local news. So I'm not sure what you're missing out on when it all seems to be right there. But again, to me, Pluto TV hits home because it's just everything that I remember TV being even... The way the guide is just reminds me of the printed TV guide. I can't explain why. Maybe that was the design, which is a great job. And I absolutely love this streaming TV station. I think you guys should definitely check it out because it's just nostalgia at its finest. I think I watched like two hours of The Love Boat and I was legitimately paying attention to the storylines. I'm like, my God, I loved these storylines because it was just like these mini soap opera love stories. Like, how could you not love it? You know what I would love to see, but I don't know if the rights are out there for anyone would be Fantasy Island. The plane, the plane. I loved that show too. I believe that The Love Boat was on first on Saturday nights and then it was Fantasy Island and then The Golden Girls and that was Saturday night in the 80s and it was amazing. Or one way or the other, it was it was those three were on. I don't remember the order. Probably The Golden Girls were on first, I would imagine. But The Golden Girls are always on, but I also would like to see a full-on Golden Girls channel because then there was that spinoff called Empty Nest. And that was a pretty good show, too. I remember watching that for a while. But there's just something to the way old TV, like, makes us feel. Because, like I said, in the 80s, we had new 80s TV or... 70s and highly popular 60s shows because a lot of the TV shows in the 60s that were canceled were just in the can like done you know you heard about them and maybe you saw footage here and there like clips of these shows like Howdy Doody or the Mickey Mouse Club um, but you never saw the full show again but for 
Gen Xers, we grew up with Happy Days, and that's another channel that's on there. We grew up watching Laverne and Shirley. We grew up, like I said, with the Munsters and the Adams Family with The Price is Right. We grew up with so many of these different daytime shows, plus like 90% of the soap operas that are out there still have been around for, you know, how many years, 50 years or more on the air. And some of them started out as radio shows like Days of Our Lives, which I was talking about in John Aniston Soap Opera Legend. And it just makes me really happy that this station exists. It really does because I tend to watch the same TV over and over again. You guys, I'm such a nerd. I watch the Discovery Channel. I watch the History Channel. I watch the Travel Channel. And I watch Forensic Files. So basically anything um, documentary about like serial killers, murderers, and anything like Destination something, anything with Josh Gates, I totally love. And then I watch any haunted show on the Travel Channel. (laughs) And that's pretty much it, unless I, you know, throw on an old episode of Friends or Big Bang when I want to chill. But the thing is, I've seen all of the episodes so many times in such a short period of time that it's nice to go back even further and just get to reminisce my childhood by watching these shows because they are all comfort shows. You know, when I'm turning on Friends, when I'm turning on Big Bang, I know I'm going to laugh. I know the jokes. I'm comfortable watching it. It like eases my anxiety. And I, I'm in total bliss at that moment because I know that I'm just going to be thoroughly entertained. And those have become comfort shows. But it's kind of tough when there's only two comfort shows. Not a big deal, but you know what I'm saying. But to have now a whole classic TV station of them, plus to know, you know, there's several other hundred TV shows, now Mystery Theater 3000. I mean, it's amazing to know that I can just at any time open that up and sit down and just have yet another comfort show. I was looking for Kids in the Hall. I did not find it on there. That would be fantastic on Pluto as well. So if the programming people are listening, if you take any of my suggestions, that'd be amazing. Thank you. But never have I had a TV thing, app, anything make me so happy because it's reminding me that this podcast and talking about the past is worth it because these shows are still around and in my life and our lives and popular or getting popular again because they wouldn't have them on if people weren't tuning in. So if you haven't checked it out, really seriously check out the whole app, but the Gen X section, I'll call it, which is the classic TV section. The Odd Couple's on there too. Loved them. See, another 70s show that we regularly watched in the 80s. Oh, you know what would be great too? Welcome Back, Cotter. That was my absolute favorite. I used to watch that with my father. That was like his favorite show. And I sat down to watch it. His, yeah, his 70s favorite show was Welcome Back, Cotter, which was also mine. And I'm trying to think of his 80s favorite. It was like a toss between, I would say, Married with Children and Cheers. Oh, So as much as technology kicks my ass, 
sometimes like I delete entire blogs that I've written with, you know, the swipe of a finger on my cell phone because I looked at the app instead of the desktop or I can't figure out how, you know, to make certain things work online. I can't figure out Canva. I can't figure out all of these things, but I can figure out Pluto to watch my classic TV. And that's all that matters right now. So check out the app, download it. It's definitely like one of my favorites, especially because it's free. Because I'm looking at, you know, Netflix and I'm like, I want to get through Wednesday. I want the fifth season of Stranger Things and I want the final season of Dead to Me. And then do I really need the Netflix anymore? I don't know because I can always get it again, right? I can always just subscribe again if I feel it's necessary. So I'm holding on for that. But the fact that this is free and all of the shows that are on there are just timeless. So the comedy's great. The actors are great. You know, you can see the influence that these shows have had on modern day shows and just even the sets, you know, the furniture, the wall colors, the rug colors, the lamps, the pillows on the couches, the hair, the makeup, and the fashion, both men and women's, if there were kids on the show, you know, it's an awesome time capsule. And especially the shows that depict the actual time. So like, you know, for example, Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley were both filmed in the 70s, but they took place in the 50s. Whereas Good Times was 70s and Different Strokes was 80s or The Cosby Show was 80s. So you get these little time capsules of how people dressed, how they acted, and you saw, you know, a dramatized version of real life. So I think if you want to understand Gen X and you want to understand the culture and you're trying to do it through stranger things and finding vintage clothes, you're going to only get so far. It's a great start. It's like a foot in the door. But check out our TV. Really listen to our music. Really just watch the movies with a much more open mind, not such a modern day mind. And ask us questions. I'm willing to answer anything. I'm willing to sit down and talk so long as you're not going to call me too old and geriatric to be on social media because then you're going to piss me off. But I will sit down and I will have a conversation with you here or you can just, you know, ask me questions in the comments and I will be really happy to answer them. And if I don't have the answer, I will definitely do a deep dive into it and do a whole podcast just based on your question. So absolutely check out Pluto TV, Classic TV, Gen X Station. It fucking rocks. It's so great. It makes me happy. (laughs) And 
That's about it for this episode of Messy Closet. I wish you all a great day, and don't forget to keep art and keep love alive.